The irony is I was about to hit play rather than record as I, as you were counting down. I was like, okay, green triangle. Green means go. <laughs> green means Red go. Red means stop. <laughs> push the green one. Well, just push play. Got to get it anyway. Hello, I am C-3PO, Human Cyborg Relations, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. R2 says that Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult-themed podcast which contains content and language not suitable for younger listeners. What do you mean I prude? Well, just you reconsider that insult. Well, how rude. Well, I don't like you either. Fuck that little twig. Now that is phenomenal. I love shaking my booty. I've never been to the Edison. I podcast that guy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 132 of Three Sheets Mouse. We're four average guys with a love for all things Disney. I'm Scott, and joining me on this week's show are two guys who uh, who want to all get up in that Miss Tilly. Adam, not here. Mikey. Not here. <laughs> is this Jennifer Tilly or Megan Tilly? I, just, I mean, I don't know which Tilly we're talking about. I do like Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly's Tilly. Jennifer Tilly's the better actress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which she one was, was the Bride Mansion. of Chucky? Jennifer? I think it was Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Because she was also one... in Haunted Mansion. The movie. Yeah, he, she or, did that really bad horse racing movie with uh, Biscuit? Negative. Um, Secretary? Let It Ride. It was called Let oh. It Ride with, uh, God, I can't think of his name. You know, he's in Jaws. Not the captain. Uh, oh, uh, Rick, Rick Schroeder? Sh- nope, Shade? other guy. Younger guy. Oh, Mr. Holland's Opus, Richard Dreyfuss. That guy, yes. Richard Dreyfuss, Dickie D, was in uh, Let It Ride with, with Jennifer Tilly. And also on the show is Tim. I'm just here for the happy landing. <laughs> We're here to talk to you about some Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, and grab a Typhoon Tilly, and enjoy this week's episode of Three Sheets the Mouse. Is that like Typhoid Mary? I so yeah. Me, I don't want it. <laughs> well, it's look. It's gonna be sweet. It's uh, blue curacao, Herradura tequila, and Hold the door. Hold the door. tequila. <laughs> sweet and sour mix and some lime juice. It's basically a blue tequila, a blue uh, margarita. It's probably not bad. I don't. You know what? It's it's on. It's pretty much. The standard Disney bar menu at most of the uh, most of the the bars at uh, Typhoon Lagoon. If you, by the way, if you can't tell, we're talking about Typhoon Lagoon this week. But they, it's pretty much on all standard bar menus. But I don't think I've ever had that one. The blue curacao uh, tequila. And it's margarita. not the same thing as the big blue whatever they make at uh, Art of Animation. Oh, it probably is. Just called something different. Is it okay. frozen? Is that one frozen? Yeah, I, I don't remember. That okay. was my relaxing day, and I just kind of let it all fade away. Yeah, you really relaxed that day. So so much relaxation, you can't remember it. That's hardcore relaxation. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So yeah, uh, Mikey, what are you drinking tonight? Well, it's my last uh, recording session here in the Houston. It's my last weekend in the Houston. Hopefully it's my last, my second to last night in the Houston. So I figured I would go back to what started it all, and I'm going to have me and I Shinerbach this evening. I like Shinerbach. Is it the original one? It is. The Spetzel. Yep. I, I do love Shiner. I love it yep. when you, you get it at a bar and it's served in a giant fishbowl glass. Iced fishbowl glass. Oh, yeah. It's great. Great stuff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know about that. Uh, that's what they do down in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Mm-hmm. It comes in a big fishbowl glass. It's really good. Especially on a hot day. Is it hot down there still? Yes. I mean, I've, I've stayed inside, but from what I hear, <laughs> the news, if, if you believe the local news, yeah, still pretty effing hot. <laughs> it's a hot one. Uh, Tim, what do you got tonight? Last night we had dinner with the Millers, and they muled us some wine from Trader Shan, and we opened the box when we got home, and there was two cans of beer in there from Trogues. It's called Fresh Fest. It's a collaboration between Trogues and Apis Mead and Winery. Hmm. It's a dry hopped honey ale. Interesting. That sounds good. It's really good. Is it like sweetened? You can you can taste the mead influences in it. Interesting. A lot of uh, apricot and peach. Yep. Nice refreshing summer beer, even though the summer's over. Well, it's, where? it's still hot. It's still hot out. <laughs> where, where is summer <laughs> over? It wasn't today. I had a sweatshirt on all day today. No, it's been <laughs> nice and cool this week. It was 75 degrees. It was the high today. I hope you get the hives, both of you. <laughs> and you can't do anything about it. I, you know what? No. The shingles. Oh, I've had I wish, I wish, oh. I wish the BSB shingles upon you, Tim. <laughs> can, can it be after I get home from BSB? No. <laughs> Well, then I hope I get an app and I can infect all you motherfuckers with it. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm miserable, y'all are miserable. Enough about that. I decided to dip into some uh, creative whiskey for this week's episode, and that's the Jefferson's Ocean. Since we're talking about uh, water parks, uh, I decided to go with some ocean aged at sea. Voyage number 14. Had a hurricane on this one. I think it was Matthew, actually. Yeah, I think it was, it was Hurricane Matthew. Matthew. Got tossed around there. It's uh, ridiculously briny and good. I love it. Every it's, time I see a bottle of Ocean, I always look to see what voyage it is, <laughs> and it, it's never that one. This one, uh, fourteen, was all bottled at cast, cast strength, fifty-six uh, percent. It's hot. It's very hot, and um, it shows. Like it does not mellow out at all. This is one I generally serve with uh, over ice or with water, which is what I'm going to do now because that was real hot. It's also one of the briniest. Yes. Of the at sea. Yeah, water definitely opens up the the salt air flavors. It, it's really good. I, I do like Jefferson's Oceans, but they I I don't know their price point on it is just a little bit higher than I think it's valued at. Yeah. Um. So I haven't bought any more. I don't know. I think it's probably worth like 39 and 54 Because there's a lot better cast strength you can get for 
uh, in the 50 to 60 range. Shit, there's a lot better cast strength you can get in the 25 to 30 range, which... Uh, Do tell, be- because... Old Ezra 7 is 7-year-old whiskey. It's bottled at like 58% or something like that, 55%, and it's under $30. It's the new McKenna, and I try not to tell anyone about it because look well, what happened to McKenna. Told, you just told about 1,200 people. I, I did. I did. But you guys are my close friends, so voila. It's probably not available in Arkansas anyway, so I'm not worried <laughs> about you creating a rush, Scott. <laughs> Someone else. Well, why can't you talk about Southern Comfort or Fireball being the next McKenna? <laughs> oh, true story. I've never had Fireball. True story. I've had it once because someone bought a bunch of uh, sh- bunch of shots of, of whiskey for people at, at a company party, and nobody was having it. And he said, here. And I said, what is this? He goes, Fireball. I said, I thought you said it was whiskey. <laughs> yeah, he just gave me a really bad look while I just I, I just downed it and I was like, I have another beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically yeah. it's not whiskey. It's flavored alcohol. Yeah, I had good. bought a bottle of it one time just to try those the cinnamon toast crunch shots with the rum chata. And how'd that work out? Uh, it was about like what you think. <laughs> Not good? I think the best part of it was rimming the shot glass with brown sugar. <laughs> the best part of that shot. Uh, the best Sounds part like is something <laughs> that would be great when you're 19. Yeah. Yeah, not when you're, uh, what was I, 43 or 41? Whenever, whenever Rum Chata and Fireball got really hot, like four years ago. Well, look, as we uh, as we venture down and get close to BSB, which is only about a week away. Um, when, this, when this drops, it'll be less than a week Yeah, away. it'll be like four days away. Yeah. Yep. Uh, four or five days. So as we get closer, we wanted to talk about one of the one of the real reasons for BSB, and that is the, uh, the big summer blowout over at Typhoon Lagoon. The, that's how it started. Yeah, that's this is exactly how the entire thing started, was... Adam pitched this idea for uh, a glow, you know, uh, what are those, uh, foam parties over when we, when we did, uh, when we remade Toy Story Land back on episode 49, and that turned into Disney saying, that's not a bad idea, let's, let's do a H2O Glow Nights with uh, Party Source Rex, and lo and behold, they announced that it was going to be uh, brought back this year, and Adam said, "Yeah, we're going. It's my idea. We're going." Actually, actually, it was Brant. Brant. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was Brant who said he sent us the message. He's like, "They're doing it. Let's go." And that's all she wrote. And lo and behold, I, I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but technically, this is just moonlight magic. Yeah, it's not, not H two O glow. No, because they had a separate H two O glow nights this year. Yeah. This is just going to have a DJ and like some day glow stuff. 
And like short lines, hopefully. Short lines and uh, some characters. So never and before, some never some snacks. And yeah, yeah, chips and Mickey ice cream bars and sandwiches, ice cream sandwiches, as far as the eye can see. As we uh, as we venture into uh, the unknown with Typhoon Lagoon, because Mike, you've never been there, right? No, I've not. I've played putt putt outside of it though. So this is your first time there. Yes, that Scott math is accurate. Yes, and Tim, you and I haven't been in forever. Correct. Yeah, me it was like fifteen years ago. You is like seven or eight. Yeah, whatever year Crusher Gusher first opened. I don't. I think it was two thousand twelve. Crusher Gusher opened. So uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about Typhoon Lagoon uh, as it you know as it stands today. Oh, and actually no. Question Gusher opened in 2005. Okay. So there you go. So it might have been 2006 was the last time we were there. <laughs> Long time. So the park, uh, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, as Tim correctly pointed out, is the only theme park uh, on Disney property in Lake Buena Vista. Everything else is technically in Bay Lake. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But oh, they all share Lake Buena Vista address. Yes. In, in Lake Buena Vista proper. Everything else is in uh, um, Bay Lake, Florida. But the addresses all say Lake Buena Vista. Really weird. Very weird. Yeah, it's all probably for Disney tax purposes. Yep. So, um, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon opened on June 1st, uh, 1989. It was actually the second water park to open. The first one is no longer there. That's Disney River Country, which is being transformed into... Uh, Disney Reflections, a spiritual guide to uh, soberism and uh, de- declining alcohol. Sponsored by Three Sheets to the Mouse. Yes. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, the, the park opened on June 1st, 1989, and is home to, actually still at this time, despite it being open for 30 years, uh, one of the world's largest outdoor wave pools. I mean, that's kind of impressive that in 30 years, no one said, you know, you really should build more of these bigger wave pools. Well, they take up a lot of space. You do. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah. They eat a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Now, the theme of the park is um, the uh, the story of a typhoon that wrecked havoc upon a formerly pristine tropical paradise and uh, actually launched one of the ships, the Miss Tilly, high up into the air and then set it down on a mountain. Uh, you can see the ships, the fishing gear, surfboards strewn about the island where the storm flogged them. And the centerpiece of the island is Miss Tilly, a shrimp boat, which has now been impaled on the top of a mountain, Mount Mayday, that erupts a 50-foot geyser of water every half hour. Uh, so it, just as they would do on a ship, you hear the bells of the watch, which is uh, half-hour bells, which tell you what time it is. And then the, uh, the spout erupts through the steam stack of, uh, of the Miss Tilly. Now, they have a mascot there, Laguna Gator. But it's kind of weird that it's, you know, he's not really as prevalent as he used to be. But I think he's still there, right? Yeah, I think he is. I think they, they took a lot of him out. Like, he used to he's got have a statue. He used to have all the signs and hold, yeah. like, be everywhere. Now he's not so much. Yeah, I want to say he used to be on the entrance sign, too. But he's no longer there. But there's still a statue, like, right when you first walk in the park, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used to be everywhere, and, and I think they've kind of toned that down a little bit. Um, you think it was 
you know, after the, you know. Yeah. Oh. I think you're right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't even think about that. Unfortunate incident at Grand Floridian. Yeah. Uh, so they have they have a few different areas. Mount Mayday obviously is the uh, the giant mountain located behind the surf pool, which, as I said, features Miss Tilly atop of it. Uh, waterfalls and slides. It is uh, it is man made. Just so everyone knows, it is not real. No, right? We're the magic. <laughs> I know, um, but it actually uh, provides the launch area for water fly, water slides, and actually houses the pipework for. For both the the water slides and uh, the wave pool, so pretty cool. Uh, there are a few attractions over there: the Humunga Cowabunga, which is three speed speed slide flumes that send riders downwards five stories, uh, reaching speeds of forty miles an hour. The Storm Slides; these are body slides. The Jib Jammer, um, which Mikey knows what a jib is. I do. Chris Trossel does not. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Uh, the stern burner and the rudder buster. Those don't sound very pleasing. I think you're going to need to see a proctologist <laughs> after getting your stern burned or your rudder busted. I don't know. Or Those your are what you call wedgie slides. Yeah. Uh, so these these send uh, riders from a height of three stories down, twisting, winding channels to a splash pool at the bottom. Actually, the humunga cowabunga is the uh, the the wedgie slide, the tall. Yeah. What'd you say that, that, uh, the old, the old tank taster. Yeah. Yeah. Cleans you out. It's good. That's the good news. Turns your bathing suit into floss. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, the gangplank falls, which is a family raft ride featuring four large or large four person inner tubes made a falls, which are a, a another tube, sl- tube slide flume with winding rough rapids. Keelhaul falls, a tube slide with a smoother ride spiraling down through a waterfall in a cave. The Forgotten Grotto, a cave walkway through Mount Mayday, and Overlook Pass, which is a walkway across the slope of Mount Mayday with some small waterfalls and some nice nice views. Actually, this is a pretty cool view. It looks out over the entire park. That's the rope bridge? Yeah, the rope bridge. And you can kind of uh, just chill up there. And there's a waterfall. Stephanie ain't doing that one. (laughs) No? Nope. She does not like rope bridges. Uh, I don't think she'll be a big fan of this one. I saw a video of it. It just seems like... I can't wait to put her on it. You gotta, you gotta take her on the uh, the rope bridge over at Tom Sawyer's Island, the one that has barrels, and you like jump on it, and you can actually. Oh, yeah! Don't even get me started on the rope bridge <laughs> we had to walk across in Alaska with James and Adam. Why? Uh, I don't do well on rope bridges. <laughs> oh God! And these two fools were jumping and bouncing, and I'm <laughs> clinging onto this rope for dear life, and they're James. jumping and bouncing. Yeah. I don't do well with heights. James does that on a rope bridges because I've been on them before with him and he's, yeah, he does bounce and then blames it on the person behind him. Mm, which Wasn't is Adam. Me. And then Adam was blaming it on the person in front of him, which is James. <laughs> well, they're both right. Yeah. And I was in the front cursing them both out. And Jen was smart and just avoided the bridge altogether. Well, she didn't go ziplining with us. No, she won't. <laughs> she went on the hike through Alaska Back to Canada and then back to Alaska again. <laughs> she crossed the border. That's illegal. She crossed the border. They had to bring their passport for it. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I'm on the East Bank. I'm on the West Bank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the mighty Mississippi. <laughs> oh, such a great roll film. is a roll and a toll is a toll. <laughs> <laughs> another another section of the. Uh, 
of the theme park is the Hideaway Bay. Now, this is formerly known as the Out of the Way K, um, even though it should be spelled out of the or should be called Out of the Way Key, yeah. but that wouldn't rhyme. Nope. Um, and this is kind of a sandy beach area. It's over behind the dressing rooms, and this is where they have now added, well, not now, but since added the Crushing Guster, which is a, a water coaster where one to two person rafts are propelled by water jets, hairpin turns, and drop-offs. So it's kind of a, a almost like a roller coaster. I've done yeah, one of these it is, before. It is a water coaster. It, yeah, it is. That's it's exactly what it is. And they use these jets to kind of like launch you up lift yep. pseudo-lift hills, uh, yep. and then you gain momentum to, to fall back down. Pretty, pretty cool. So you have... Um, you have th- uh, three different in. yeah. You have three different slides: the banana blaster, the coconut crusher, and the pineapple plunger. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> once again, <laughs> these names, uh, these, these names. all sound like I don't need my coconuts <laughs> crushed or my banana blaster. You'd, I'm sorry. You'd pay extra for these services, I think. Oh, you know what? This is why Disney Imagineering is is alive and well with all of the sexual innuendos. Yeah. I'm pretty well, sure put Alice. In the movies might as well put them in their eyes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Alice Davis did this one. She didn't blast their bananas, <laughs> but she she plunged a pineapple. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, oh God, these are great names. Uh, now the the theme of this ride is this is an old uh, fruit processing plant, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. and so you you get a little bit of that feel. You get a little bit of those. Uh, uh, the theming, the nuances, you'll see some props from the uh, the old fruit processing plant. And uh, it, it's it's definitely a cool ride. Very cool ride. Now the, uh, one of those, you go up one tower, then you have three options to mm-hmm. how you get down. It's, yep. Yeah. Basically. Um, and you have to carry your own raft up there. None of, the, none, of the, none of the rides actually have that raft delivery system like they do at some of the newer water parks where the, where the rafts are basically uh, lifted up the hill t- for you. And you just walk up there. You have to bring your own raft. Byor. Um, over at uh, over at Hideaway Bay is Misadventure Falls. Uh, this, now this just opened up in June of 2016, and this is a family raft ride n- over near Crush and Guster, Crush and Gusher, and the raft ride is themed to uh, to one of Disney's SEA members, Mary Oceaneer, and her pet parrot. And so you kind of go through the the, uh, the her treasure seeking adventure, and uh, there's some there's some fun little uh, thematic events that happen. Um, water blasters as you go along. It's kind of like a water slide meets Cali River Rapids, um, where you get like uh, water jets shot out at you from the sides of the uh, the raft ride. But you know, going into this, you're going to get utterly soaked. Oh yeah. I mean, well, you're in a bathing suit. Well, you're in no water. Park, yeah. Right. So. But you people, you didn't know you would get soaked at Cali River Rapids. No, I did. Okay. Quick, I'm not Ma- complaining. I'm the only one of the group that really enjoys it. Quick, Mikey, what's the name of the river? The name of the river is Cali River. The name of the logging company. No, no, it's Chakrandiandi. Chakranandi. Chakaranda. Chuck, yeah, something like that. It's on a t-shirt. Chuck Norris. Chuck and Andy. It's on a t-shirt. Don't, don't say his name three times. Here. <laughs> He's uh, so old now. <laughs> God bless. And then uh, also at the Hideaway Bay is the original reason for it, which is the Sandy White Beach, which is a, a nice beach, beach area with lounge chairs that you can uh, 
kind of sunbathe that, sit out in the sun, and uh, head to the waiting pool, which is right next to it. Yeah, we tried to reserve one of those uh, cabanas? cabanas for, but they're already sold out. Oh yeah, those go fast. Well, they're going to have at least that many people then. I think there's what twenty or so of them. I don't think there's that many. I'm gonna just get that locker, bro. I'll be good. Yeah, we'll just throw all stuff in a pile in the corner somewhere. Oh yeah. We'll just take one over. We designate designate one cheater to stay and watch it all. Yeah. We'll bring it back a beer. <laughs> Shit. Carly, there you go. All right. So in the uh, the, the largest section of the water park actually has is. Uh, a couple more things. This is the Typhoon Lagoon section of the water park. Yes, they actually have one area named Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, they've got the surf pool, the wave pool, which has six-foot-high waves every 90 seconds. Um, the base slides, beginner slide kind of uh, for toddlers. Uh, gentle slopes that ends in a uh, secluded corner of the surf pool so that uh, the kids can, the, the young kids can uh, have their water slides too. You can take surf lessons at Typhoon Lagoon. You can early in the morning. Early in the morning, before the park opens, from I think like 6 a.m. to like 9 a.m., you can take surf lessons at the surf pool. They're not regulation surfboards. They're kind of like foam. um, Yeah, and they're a little small. Yeah, yeah, short boards, and they're kind of like a foam material. Not as like, uh, not as tricked out as a regular surfboard would be, but... You can learn well, to if surf. If you're taking lessons, you probably don't know anything about it, so you wouldn't know that you weren't on True. a regulation True. board. Well, yeah, especially if you're taking lessons in a wave pool in a Disney in park. In a theme maybe. park. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm surprised that... Uh, now, I, I know they use kind of like... Sh- they use short longboards. I'm I'm not surprised they started with that because the longboard's a lot easier to learn on because it's more stable. But okay. they use a shortened version of it. It's like a medium board. Yeah, medium board. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's something I've always wanted to do, and, I mean, maybe it'll happen eventually. I do, I do like the idea of surfing there. It's controlled. It's nice waves. I don't know. I watched a guy about take his neck off because he was hanging out right by the edge where the the steps, the ladder to get in is, and it, it pushed him right at that, and he didn't hop up on his board quickly. It could have been bad is what I'm oh, saying. Jeez. Well, maybe he's... Don't do it. Just not a bra. Yeah, I'm he's, too old to learn any new dangerous he's a, sports. He's a fucking howly. Oh, boy. Devin will get that. There's also Blustery Bay, which is the zero-depth entry tidal pool near the clock tower, which is right next to the surf pool. And that has uh, sandy beaches around it, so you've got a, a nice wide beach that uh, leads into this, uh, the, the surf pool and the swimming area. And this this has a ton of like little uh, sandy beach uh, walk up areas where you can kind of sit in a lounge chair in the in the sand and and you know take everything in. Um, Probably not at night. No, you could still swim at night. It's it's heated pool. Well, they're all heated. No, I mean just you probably wouldn't just chill out on a lounge chair. Yeah, at no. night. I, I don't know. Do I don't know. Think of it this way. Grab a you know grab a captain's mai tai, uh, sit out on that surf and watch the surf come in every 90, sec- 90 seconds. I think that'd be fun. Just under the moon, I'm down for that. You ever sat on a beach at night, Mikey? 
Scott, I live in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have sat on the bank of a creek at night. I have sat on the bank of a pond at night. <laughs> really haven't sat on a beach at night. Actually, when we went to um, Florida coming back from our last trip, I didn't sit on the beach. I was down there with some ghetto fishing poles trying to catch something, which is the same reason I would have been on the bank of a creek and or a pond at night. True. So, really, if I'm sitting... On the beach at night, I'm probably going to be trying to catch something out of the... Keyword, trying. (laughs) Yeah, oh no, I could probably catch something, but that's what I'd need, you know, antibiotics for. Glad you're not on my boat. Um, I get them shingles. (laughs) Oh, so you're talking about fish and I was talking about crabs. I get it, Tim. Uh, now, also in the uh, in this area is the Catch a Kitty Creek, which is a player for the young children, featuring small slides, fountains, um, water features that spray everywhere, including the a, a smaller version of a tugboat and a mixture of whales and seals that uh, that the kids can play around and, and splash around in. And there's also no, the, a, a small sandy beach there for the kids as well. The best feature of this, if it, what I recall, is it has the teeniest, tiniest. Little bitty baby tube ride. Yes. Yes, they have a tube ride. So cute. It, it, it is kind of cool. Um, so you they, they, kids walk up to the top of this. And there's tubes waiting there for them. And then they slide down one, maybe two turns, and then kind of like a bend, and then exit out into another pool. It's so cute. It is adorable. I mean, if you're, if you're shit-faced, it's about as, as, as crazy as you need to get for a ride. Uh, uh, is there is there a height limit? If a maximum, yeah, I don't know. If I'm, not, Scott, I'm sure you could get on. No, if not, I want to see. I want to see some of you do this. Do moonlight magic? <laughs> yeah, it's the new baby sink. No, the new uh, pack and play. <laughs> yeah, the new pack and play. That's it. <laughs> um, they also have. Uh, uh, a nice little splash area for for the kids there. So, um, but also featured in Typhoon Lagoon is the twenty one hundred foot long uh, Lazy River, and this goes pretty much all around the way, the surf pool, and uh, you can either float by yourself or float in a tube or just float. Just bob. Just bob. If they will let me bring a beer on this thing, I will oh. stay here the whole time. Seriously, just just just, just like float by. Pass me another one as I come around. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, he's he's not lying because I was about to say, if you can't find me, just stand by the lazy river. I'll I'll be making a lap. I don't. That's just that's instead of jam. screaming, throw me a taco at, at Leo Del Tempo. Throw me a beer. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's awesome. There's nothing better than a good lazy river. At a water park, I I love it. Yeah, I love, love it. Water park. I really want to do the Schlitterbahn down here. Oh, you guys have a so Schlitterbahn bad. in in New Braunfels. Oh, in in Houston. Well, New Braunfels, but okay, sure, like you know San Antonio, but yeah, because it's nothing but two brides, and their lazy river actually goes out into an actual river, and then it yeah, that kicks park you is back always in on the roller, uh, roller coaster park. Yes, yeah. it is. Because you can do the whole park and not get out of your tube. Really? It's the way they should be. So, yeah, the Disney. Castaway Creek uh, flows around the entire park, passing through gentle waterfalls, lush rainforests, mist screens, and even going through Mount Mayday itself. Um, yeah. Just also if they had a, a beer stand on the side of the river. 
Wouldn't need to leave. That would be awesome. Wouldn't need to leave. Um, there is a lot of food and beverage options. Uh, a couple of a couple of places. Uh, I'm not, not going to go through all the food. It's basically burgers, fries, nothing nothing special. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Chicken parm sandwiches. There you go, Tim. You're good. Yeah. Um, We've never eaten here. I've seen the food. I've never eaten here as well. Um, it's it, it looks okay. It looks like it looks like Magic Kingdom food. I was going to say probably like you know if you're staying at a value and go to the food court. Pretty much. You might reach that level. Yeah. I mean, I know this is being shoveled out, and but uh, hey, you know what? When you've been baking in the <laughs> sun all day long and your kids are screaming, you don't care, and they they want a little nuggy. That's what you make. That's what you go grab. Yeah. Nuggie in a juice box. Yep. Um, so yeah, the always leave before it was time to eat. So there's a main counter service restaurant. Um, it's got shaded seating areas. It's that's uh, Leaning Palms. Uh, Typhoon Tilly's is over by where the Misadventure Falls is, and that's where you can get uh, drinks. Happy Landings ice cream. Tim, you can get your you can get your Mickey bars here. Oh, Happy Landings. Yeah, not Happy Endings. Oh, I thought I said something else. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's down in uh, down on I Drive, though. That's where Bob Bob Craft goes. Um, let's go Slurpin, uh, bar located out by the, out on the beach by the wave pool. So this one's actually on the beach. Um, that sounds like someplace Bob Craft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're if you're right on the beach, you can walk up to Let's Go Slurpin or the soft or the Surf Doggies Hot Dog Cart and get uh, some drinks and some dogs. The real question is how many locations are there to get alcohol? Because I'm sure they've got like little kiosks. I'm not sure. They better roll that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> or they're going to have a mutiny. <laughs> well, I know they said that the uh, hot dog car will be open, Happy Landings will be open, and uh, one of the alcohol places will be open. This, this sounds like a road soda situation. Oh, yeah, well, definitely pre-gaming. Yeah, you definitely going to want to pre-game. Well, definitely pre-gaming and post-gaming. I think pre-gaming is going to start like the 14th. <laughs> officially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um as far as places to get alcohol, uh let's go slurping. Um Typhoon Tilly's. Typhoon Tilly's has draft beer and wine. Let's go slurping has mixed drinks. Is this an extension of Reflections? Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's really an intervention. That's, yeah, fuck you, Brent. <laughs> Brent's like, guys. If you have uh, an intervention in Three Sheets Nation, you will be out of a job. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so there, are, there, there aren't really beer carts. Um, the only two places you can actually get, um, like, l- there's lounges. The Crush and Gusher Bar and the Let's Go Slurpin' are really the two lounges. Um, there is beer available at, beer and wine available at, at uh, Leaning Palms, Low Tide Lou's, Snack Shack, um, and Typhoon Tilly's. So those have, uh, those have actual alcohol there. But uh, there isn't the same, uh, there isn't the same, like, cart situation you would find at, uh, like, Epcot or something like that. So or that's- Hollywood or... Yeah. That's why Brant wanted to have a meeting point at Let's Go Slurping. Probably. Or maybe he, like most, thought it meant something else entirely. That's also true. It's also a possibility. (laughs) So, yeah, there's some fun stuff. There's a couple picnic areas, so you can bring your own food as well and uh, have a picnic area. Did it check your ice chest? 
they they do check your ice chest. Uh, coolers are allowed in the park. The only restricted items are anything glass or alcohol. But that doesn't mean you, that doesn't mean you can't bring iced tea in or apple juice. They're gonna look. Oh, look! Look at all these uh, healthy people with their juice and unsweetened <laughs> tea. Well, <laughs> you know, you gotta stay hydrated. It's I'm watching hot. my figure. It's hot in Florida. <laughs> Why didn't they ice it down? That's the <laughs> real. Question. One of the worst things you can use for hydration. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is summertime. Or yeah, it's still summertime in Florida. Um, it's always summertime in Florida, except for three weeks. It you know be January. It, being outside at Typhoon Lagoon in the blazing sun, it's going to dehydrate you. you got to hydrate. Also, water bottles filled with vodka. Just saying. It was it was borderline not summertime last year when we got there for the first day and a half. And then it became summertime? Very quickly, yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was kind of cool a couple of those, e- those mornings. In November? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And then it got real hot. Real fast. That first, the first just, day, just in time for the races. Yeah, the yep. first day it was cold and rainy, and then it was it was warm the next day, and then it turned into like, hey, oh, we forgot it's Florida. Yeah, summer's back from its vacation. Yep, there is a couple of merch uh, merch points you can get over at uh, Typhoon Lagoon, the North Pearl uh, jewelry store featuring pearls, obviously. Um, Singapore Sal's, which is the main merch shop that offers souvenirs, swimwear, footwear. Etc. And then the high and dry towels. That's the rental location offering locker and towel rentals. Uh, towels are, are provided at uh, Typhoon Lagoon. Um, so you don't have to. But they sell Mickey ones. But they sell Mickey ones. And locker rentals are obviously uh, available as well. I think they're $15 a day if you do go. If you want to, um, you know, bring a change of clothes to head over to the parks afterwards, there, there are locker rooms and lockers that you can get. Uh, a locker at so you can go to uh, Disney Springs, which is, which is right nearby. Fun fact. Oop. Fun fact. Bring it on. Bring Ma- it on. Mikey, you can get dots here. I'll be damned. Not the pretzels. Like the candy? Yeah, the, the, the ice cream. Arctic oh, dots. Dippin dots. Yes, dots. Dippin' Dots. Well, no, no, there are Joffrey's Arctic Dots. Oh. Oh, so Dippin' Dots. <laughs> yeah, dippin dots. yeah, Dippin' Dots. Uh, featuring the, the famous Rainbow Ice and Cookies and Cream, which is the Cookies and Cream was the best. I've always been a fan of the, uh, what is it, Banana Split? Oh, yeah, that one's good. Banana Split's really good. And Cookie Dough. Cookie Dough. Really the good. only one I eat is a Banana Split. That's so good. I love dots. So, yeah, in just about a week, Moonlight Magic at Typhoon Lagoon Water Parks starts, and uh, that is the, uh, the I guess, the reason for Big Summer Blowout. That's where it started it all. That's right. Uh, now, it's, basically, it's an after-hours party. Uh, what time does it start, Tim? I think. Registration is 5.30. Yeah, we can get it at 5.30. Uh, the party itself, I don't think, starts until 7. I think I think that's right. So they start pushing people pushing out at 7, and it only runs till what, 9 or 10? 9.30. Uh, 9.30, I think. Okay. So it's basically a three-hour three hour tour of Typhoon Lagoon. Um, uh, three-hour tour, and you end up shipwrecked. <laughs> yep. Uh, you got a I'm ginger. A ginger. <laughs> I was just about to say, you got oh, it. Oh, Scott, you are definitely the Marianne. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit. I did have a crush on Marianne, but so did everybody. I like I liked Lovey. <laughs> Does she have an Yo. actual name? Mrs. Howell. 
I'm sure she did. It's uh, it's actually the event is six thirty nine thirty, and red check in begins at five. Oh, okay. So that's not bad. Oh. Five to nine thirty. Then that's uh, that's Isn't a four and a half hours. That's enough time yeah. at a water park. That's probably too much time for most water parks. Yeah. Now there will be food available. Um, you can get burgers and fries and all the stuff over at. Uh, what's the one that's going to be open up? Do you know? Is it? I'm assuming it's going to be Leaning Palms, which is the main counter service area. Well, yeah, that's the other one place you can get hot dogs. I mean, burgers at Typhoon Lagoon. The other place gets hot, you get hot dogs. And okay. Crap like that. I know that. I know it does say the hot dog, uh, the hot dog stand will be open. So, um, you can get uh, you can get burgers and fries and stuff over at Leaning Palms, or you can get <coughs> uh, hot dogs over at uh, Surf Doggies. There are going to be some uh, selected attractions with shorter than usual wait times. Meet and greet with Disney characters, including what has been uh, repeatedly shown, Elvis Stitch. Yes, I'm, I'm all in for Elvis Stitch. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I guess, one of the one of the perks is that uh, you get Elvis Stitch, which is never available except for, like, run Disney events. And dance the dance parties that they used to have in Tomorrowland. Uh, but also, uh, Mikey, you get free and unlimited Mickey ice cream bars and Mickey ice cream sandwiches. And potato chips. And potato chips, yes. Probably a soda. You know, yeah. Yeah. Soda. Unlimited sodas, too. We, when we did the Animal Kingdom one, we didn't really take advantage of any of that. We were too busy trying to get on as many rides as we can with no wait. We waited to the very end and went to Pizzavari and got food at the end. Because, I mean, we had to meet Darkwing Duck and... Oh, yeah. That was before. Now they're regular, readily available in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, you know, the fun part about this is that the characters walk around. And it's not just like a meet and greet area. They actually walk around and they'll they'll interact with you um, just kind of hanging out in the park. And I've seen, I've seen Goofy get in the water because he's got his bathing suit on. Oh, good. Looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. We make our own fun, Scott. I'm sure you guys will. Uh, like I said, someone needs to get on the Catch a Kitty coaster river raft ride. I'm sure somebody will try. <laughs> I am dying to know if there's a height limit on that. I would love to see Brent one of those tiny little, <laughs> tiny little tubes. It wouldn't be a three sheets episode if we didn't decide to do some sort of uh, thing to Typhoon Lagoon. We didn't try to make it just a little bit better. And before you say, no, we're not changing happy landings to happy endings. Although, pro- not. probably would make it better. Oh, well, fuck, I gotta find something else to do now. <laughs> oh, cool. I'll go last. Time to wing it. <laughs> uh, we decided to, to take a little armchair Imagineer here and uh, and bring bring some Three Sheets Nation to Disney Typhoon Lagoon. See what happens. So, um, who wants to go first? Are you going to Rochambeau this thing? I will. I'll go. Just to get it out of the way. All right. It's all you. I'd hate to... I hate to go last <laughs> once everybody's already shot wads. Oh, wait. That was last week. No, oh, we still shoot wads. We, yeah. Or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. We, we, we lost our wads. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Scott, like you mentioned, the backstory here is the uh, the typhoon just displaced all these ships and what have you um so my uh my attraction uh believe it or not is a water ride 
<gasps> I know. I know, I know, I'm phoning it in. Um, it's called Shipwreck Shafts. So apparently, <laughs> the trend continues, which I didn't know was a thing until about 20 minutes ago. Oh, boy. You put it right right, right there with the pineapple plunger. Yep. The banana blaster. The banana blaster. Oh, shipwreck shafts. Shipwreck shafts. Okay, so here's the backstory on mine. Um recent you know weather related flooding has has hit the island and um they've caused some mudslides and these have uncovered the entrance to uh, what appears to be you know a previously undiscovered mine shaft so as an island adventurer you get the amazing opportunity to enter this shaft and help map out the different tunnels and you know hopefully make it out locate the exit so uh, you'll, you'll, you'll queue up, you'll get in, the, in line and check in with the duty chief that um, was working at this maps table area. And uh, due to the, uh, the high possibility of, of water and the continued risk of flash flooding, you'll be issued a GPS-enabled device called a rapid access... The device is called rapid access flotation technology. Rafts. Or a raft. Or a raft, for sure. <laughs> Go with it. <laughs> and um, you'll grab your, your, your RAFT <laughs> and, and, and begin your ascent on this, uh, this hillside um, trail that will lead you up this, uh, the, up to the grassy, you know, kind of washed out um, embankment. That goes up to the uh, to where you'll you'll um, see the valley where the entrance to this mine shaft is located, and uh, the GPS raft will actually let the crews track your progress through the tunnel to help keep their maps updated, and you know hopefully help them find you when when you find the exit. So up the hillside you go. And this is just part of the queue, as you know how how the outside of it is is, is themed. There, you it's covered with lots of vegetation, um, cuts and gouges on the hillside from water, and water is you know running down it and rushing and pouring and splashing and on the rocks all around you. You know you're getting wet as you climb up. I want you know I want you to feel like you're in this uh, this area where they've been hit with a lot of rain recently, and you got a lot of water runoff. And as you make it to the very top, um, you'll see these nice you know, or as you near the top. Uh, you'll see these nice, you know, concrete block steps you've been walking up. Slowly, kind of, you know, they get replaced where they've they've fallen out, and and you just got like the dugout footholds, kind of that they were, you know, shoved into, and that that just kind of clues you in that you know you're leaving an area that's been nicely maintained, but it's 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 seen some uh, some you know erosion uh, here recently, and you know eventually you'll you'll get up there and you'll reach the peak and you'll look down into this little valley area. And you can see the flash floods. This is where the actual, you know, ride is going to be. Uh, it's, it's 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 a tube ride, obviously. So you'll you'll look down and you'll see the flash floods have have began, and um, the water's pouring in and covering the stairs because you normally keep walking and then descend on these same stairs, but water is rushing over them. And since it's running down there and staying in between these walls, that's what you know kind of makes it look like it's a, like a chute of water you can go through. 
and here you're instructed by a member of the mapping team to you know get onto your raft and ride the chute down where there's staff waiting outside the entrance to the mine or you know we hope they are because we haven't heard from them since the uh, flooding began so you get in your raft you ease out to the edge and then you go whoop down the uh, down down the chute with some twists and turns You'll hit this steep drop that spills you out into like a small lagoon area that you know where you move a little slower. And here you can see a little bit more of the theming to help show the the debris from the flooding and you know some debris from where the typhoon picked up the uh, the boats and stuff like that. And you know you look up and there's even a uh, a a an RAFT that you can see stuck up in a tree, you know. And then there'll be another member of the mapping team there. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. They're lifeguards, okay, people. But we don't want to don't want to break the illusion, and, and and they're just there to make sure that you don't just paddle around in circles. That you actually keep going, uh, because you know the 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 water's blocked off by a tree that fell down to create this pool. But there, because the water's gone up now, there's this side chute, and that's the kind of where you you kind of the funnel funnel you that way, and you'll hit that side chute. And um, you hit a steep drop that kind of makes this turn, and you see the the remnants of a wrecked boat, and it's actually been cut out in the middle. That way, you know, you could hike through that. That's how they cut that out to get through to the shaft, uh, to the mine shaft, the mine entrance. Um, so you'll 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 zip right through that real quickly, and then right in front of you is the entrance to the mine, and there's no slowdown, there's no stop. You just keep going, you careen into this entrance to this mine shaft, and you're plunged into total darkness. And here it turns into more like a tube ride where you're inside, and the only uh, occasional light you get are just from, like, you know, torches kind of scattered on the, the sides of the earthen walls as you're zipping through here. And then... Another quick uh, turn, you shoot out, and it shoots you out of this tube, and you kind of free fall like two feet or so when you splash down another pool. And here you've got, uh, you find that you're in this uh, this this cavern, with just dazzling blue water and sparkling, glittering jewels set into the walls all around you, and bright colored points of light are flickering and dancing across the water and the roof. You float, you know, through this uh, this treasure trove, and if you pay attention and look around, you'll see some uh, wrecked and shredded raft units, you know, here and there, their little indicator GPS lights blinking and stuff like that from the people who came before you and didn't quite make it. And, uh, you know, as you bob through there, you can hear a waterfall off in the distance, but it's not really off in the distance because you're headed for it. And uh, you get to this exit of the cave, you've found it, you know, you're going to get out, but there's a waterfall, and you got this uh, hole in the wall there with uh, some, some, like, rocks kind of flanking where you're actually going to exit, and and they kind of stick up, and then you've got, like, some stalactites that stick down, and, you know, to keep it cliche, we're going to have some cracks at the top of it, so it kind of looks like a skull, you know. And uh, your raft floats toward the edge, stays between those two rocks, and you plummet down steep and fast and back into the jungle, where you spill out into a pool near the, uh, you know, the, the, the mapping base camp, so you can turn your raft unit in. And that is shipwreck shafts. Awesome thing. I like it. I, I kind of stole a little bit of it from uh, the. Uh, raft ride that we did in uh, Atlantis where you actually go through the shark pool 
because you have that drop where it spits you out into a little into a slow pool area and you keep moving forward when people keep coming in behind you every time they hit that pool it pushes water forward which pushes you forward so you have like the, the fast and the slow and the fast and the slow and then you know I like that there's no sharks I here. like that because there's kind of like a uh, kind of like it, it, it feels like your ride should be over but it's not and you're still going on the ride and you're still it, it basically breaks down a water slide into because a water slide ride can be pretty quick I mean you spend twenty yeah, minutes, a couple seconds. Twenty minutes yeah, waiting in line, <laughs> and you know your water slide ride is thirty seconds at most. So it's kind if of a not. way, a nice way to uh, to kind of like slow it down a little bit. I like this, and I do like the idea of doing in like indoor water slides because it seems like the most of this is indoor. Because once you get into that shaft, you're pretty much indoor for the rest of it until you until the the final yeah. drop out. Very cool. Very cool. Um, do you have an idea where this can go? I mean, there's really a lot of land at Typhoon. There's a lot of land. There, yeah, I looked at the map and see that area with all them trees? Put it there. <laughs> <laughs> there's. It, it's funny. There is so much land to be used around Typhoon Lagoon that this could go out a lot of places. I mean, I would realistically, because you got... They like to cluster their rides. I would want, you know, anything new to not be clustered up with what's already there. To spread the traffic out the park a little bit. Instead of, yeah, anyway. No, I, I, I dig it. I, I think this would be a fun addition to uh, Typhoon Lagoon. And, and uh, a, nice, a nice way to, um, to kind of break, break the park up a little bit. An excellent use of the acronyms, Mikey. Thank you. Thank you. I, my, my first idea was actually going to be a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't do water rides. Well, no, no. And, and, you know, we've been to Disney 10 times in the last 10 years or so. And Andrea and I have never gone to Typhoon Lagoon. And, and I just I just don't see a trip where we do it. Like, again, unless... I guess maybe if it were op- if maybe if it were open at night like you guys are doing maybe but I don't know. It just seems annoying to have to get into a bathing suit and then go over to take a bus over and then you know slut back when you're all wet. And they're so hard to get to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh I I like it. Like the idea, Mikey. All right. Tim, you or me? Uh, you guys can arm wrestle over who goes next. <laughs> oh well, I'm last. <laughs> Thumb I've seen I've seen his arms. I've seen Tim's arms. So, um, you know, Disney's destroying Epcot with IPs. So why not destroy Typhoon Lagoon with some IPs? <laughs> Let's bring it on. And that was my theory. So, yes, yeah, my theory. Oh, oh, only because I couldn't come up with anything else. I mean, I had something with uh, an alligator, but. It was too weak to to flush a whole idea out of it. We're going to do Moana and Hehe's Y coaster, which Y means water in Hawaii. So it's a hybrid dark ride and indoor aqua coaster. So, Mike, you had similar ideas. Yeah. So you start off um, outside in a lazy river. It's a dual person raft. And you're, you're floating along as you, lo- you know, load onto your raft. You're floating along as the scenes of Moana as a child, you know, 
you have animatronics and she's learning how to bend water. You know, you'll have jumping fountains and sprays at you in laminar flow. Yes, what that's called. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to get technical, you want to. Are we? We're talking about Moana's flow. Do what? Yes, she she manipulates laminar flow, Scott. Once a month. <laughs> so, and you're gonna have little glowing hearts of Tafiti hidden throughout the ride. So, as the coaster begins, you're you're brought up a, a hill climb, and your first drop, you just start to see, see scenes on the side of you with their screens or projection mapping of Moana and her raft, and the your raft is going to mimic the same movements as what you're seeing on the screens. So she's trying to escape the island and she's jumping the surf and your raft is going to be undulating through the roller coaster the same the same movements. You have waves and dips and at the end of the, the final drop you're going to exit out into complete darkness. In a giant room you can see stars above you. The water below you is going to start lighting up with images of her ancestors as stingrays, like her grandmother. It's going to slow down. You're just going to have a nice, slow ride to this room. You see, you can see Moana, uh, Maui fly over, overhead in his eagle form. And then the coaster picks back up again. You go for a second round. This time, it's the Kakamora coming to attack your raft. Maui aids your escape. And you continue on your coasted journey confronting Taka to defeat her and return the heart of Tefiti. And in the final scene, you exit out, back out into a lazy tight river, and you're greeted to lush vegetation with Tefiti on her mountain in the background and the Moana theme song playing. We might even get LMM to make some new music for this ride. You never know. You got my vote. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You got the millennial vote. <laughs> hey, I am just barely a millennial, okay? You stop that. He's a hybrid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Cirrus. Prius. Prius. Whatever. Prius. But that's Prius. my coaster. I love this. And there's going to be a theme to uh, all three of our attractions, and you'll see it soon here. But, I, dude, this is awesome. I would... I think that's the next move for Water Rides is like a hybrid-themed... Yeah. Coaster. So is this like a, a you're kind of is this going to be like a, like the boat like the uh, um you know Broken Ever After or Pirates that you're kind of no a it's going to be that, a, it's going to be a raft like the yeah. you know the the big family rafts but it's going to be a little smaller it seats only two people yeah you'll be in the okay. the two seater you know um side front and back or side by side front and back. okay yeah front and back and you, you, all you do is just sublimated brown with uh, with wooden paneling like uh, like the raft. Right. No, that, but that's fine. I was just trying to figure out because you kept saying coaster and I'm thinking, okay, it's on rails? Well, no, the the, sort the of. cushion gusher coaster is not. It's it's just the, the power of the water moves Right, in. right. Yeah, it's that uh, master blaster kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Okay. But so it's going to have an actual conveyor belt lift hill to take you sure. up and then... And how awesome the would this, this again, the segmented room uh, where you get into this thing with all the lights above you and the, the lights below you. Dude, that is awesome. I dig that. And we've seen similar technology when they had the mermaids and pirates, so if they can 
Yeah, of course they could do it. Crank that up to 11. Well, also, I mean, here's the thing about the mermaids and pirates is that is murky, murky water because it has to be to hide a track. You don't have to hide the track. It'll be clear water. Yeah. And you can you can use LED projection underneath uh, yep. as like a screen to show that. And you'll see, you'll look down and you'll see them. As you look down, you'll see the the LC the Super LEDs uh, projection screens below you. Totally dig that, very much, very much so. And uh, I like it. I, yeah. Now where's where's Hey Hey? Oh, you're gonna see little Hey Hey's all over the place. Okay. He's gonna be on on Moana's raft, and he's gonna be hidden in each room. It's never in love for Pua. Now Pua didn't go there. He ta- He became a pork slider. He, yeah, he tastes great. <laughs> he's a food and wine. <laughs> he tastes great. He's. he's <laughs> they put him in the swine brine. <laughs> um, he became a piggy wing. <laughs> they shoved his ass into somebody's bloody mary somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I dig this ride, and I and I like Moana. I really do. Of of all the new age films, uh, I don't really like Frozen all that much. I love Moana. Of all the new age films, I love I love the theme of it. I love the music. I love the rock. I I do like the rock. Although uh, we went to the theater today, the theater, the theater, <laughs> to see Lion King, or at least half Cinematic. of it, and uh, we saw a preview for John Cena's new film, and he is literally doing Rock 1.0, like when Rock first came out and did movies, like the Tooth Fairy. Uh, oh god! Yeah, b- uh, stop if you've heard this one before. A big hulking man who has no kids, no wife, uh, is really strong and does does really strong things. And then has to look after kids. Oh boy! So yeah, uh, suburban commando, um, tooth fairy, redone. Yeah, it's weird though because like his he's actually been in some kind of okay movies that weren't. You know, reinventing his image. Rock or Cena? Cena. Okay. Cockblockers was kind of funny. This is kind of funny. I liked him in Central Intelligence. But I think it does more, maybe more Kevin Hart than. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart's really funny. But you know what? Good for him. He's working. That's true. Yeah. Make him more you know what? Than we Good are. for him. His, his uh, hair plugs came in nicely. He kind of looks like a. A young, bowed up Jim Varney. What? Oh yeah, I could see that. He's got the the, the, the jaw. I could see that. He's got the the cheeks. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. So yeah, I, Moana. Totally dig it. Totally dig it. Tim, I decided you're right. We need some more IPs in here. There are no IPs in uh, Typhoon Lagoon. Why not? Because that's what that's what Disney's gonna do. So, one of my favorite things about Typhoon Lagoon from days past is the shark reef that used to be there. And we didn't really talk yes. about it because it's, it's now closed. But you used to swim through kind of a shark reef where there was, you know, sea life around you and vegetation around you. And you would snorkel through it and you would be done with it. And it was like, you know, 20 minutes. I decided to take that up a notch. So, we have Search for the Jewel of Atlantis. And if anyone has watched the new DuckTales series, it's awesome. I love it. And I decided to bring DuckTales into the theme park, into the water park. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to first, obviously, once you get through the queue, uh, which will basically be you walking in, walking through, walking through the uh, the submarine launch area that that uh, Scrooge McDuck has built for his journey to Atlantis. Now he's been tasked, or he's been he's decided to find the jewel of Atlantis, the uh, the power source of uh, the lost city of Atlantis. And so he has built this whole new uh, submarine area so that he can venture to the, the city of Atlantis. Um, as you get through the queue, you'll see tons, tons of uh, nods to the film, uh, or nods to the, to the series, to the show, all of, all of the things that, that Scrooge McDuck has found over the world. And, uh, and you'll get into the submarine room, and that's, that's where you'll board the submarine with... Uh, with Launchpad McQuack. Now, Launchpad is obviously going to be driving the sub with uh, with Scrooge McDuck at his helm. You'll get into this this kind of uh, viewing area. It's it's more of like going to be a simulator area where you'll you'll board with fifteen other guests and you'll head for the Drake Barrier Reef, and that's where you're going to be searching for the Lost City of Atlantis. So, in you know, in your viewports to the side of you, you'll see. Uh, the Kraken. You'll see all these sea monsters uh, around you, and they'll attack the ship. and And Launchpad McQuack will somehow uh, crash the ship on the Drake Barrier Reef because he doesn't land it safely. Uh, and uh, and that's where you'll finally find the lost city of Atlantis. So you'll you'll deboard the uh, the you debark the submarine, and you'll get your equipment in the uh, airlock. And you will go into the Lost City of Atlantis with your sub, with your snorkel, your mask, your flippers, and a buoyancy vest. Because, obviously, uh, Disney's not going to let people just start diving down into a uh, 15-foot deep pool. You'll have to have a buoyancy vest. And basically, this will keep you floating on or near the surface so you can't dive down uh, too, you know, too deep. So, you'll then, uh, you'll then walk into this, uh, this kind of pool area where... There will be um, now. The way I've done this is, there are going to be, it's it's kind of going to be like a V shape. So on the sides there'll be like a shallow end on the sides of the pool. So it's going to be Olympic sized pool, or Olympic sized swim area, where there will be about three foot to four foot depths on the sides, and then that'll V down into a fifteen foot depth in the middle. Okay, so just keep that in mind here. As you, as you go through, you're going to be tasked with finding certain clues to find the Jewel of Atlantis. Your magic band, which is how you get in the park, will be used to tap those as you go along. So you can, you can uh, help Scrooge find the Lost City of Atlantis. As you tap these, uh, these little pods on the sides, because again, this will be like a two to three foot depth. So you can, you can quickly dive down, tap your thing, and then get back up. And that's where little effects will happen. You know, um, clamshells will open up and it'll point you to d- different directions to which way to go so you can get to the next clue. And then as you swim through this, this area, um, down below you will be uh, animatronic figures. So you'll see, you know, uh, animatronic figures of like Launchpad swimming or uh, Scrooge McDuck and they're, they're battling the sea monsters as you go by um, so that you can, they're looking for uh, the Jewel of Atlantis with you. As you go through the here, they're obviously going to be fish here. So you're going to be swimming in, you know, in like you're swimming in the ocean. There'll be fish around you. There'll be reefs, coral, uh, sea life around you. So it's it's going to be a kind of a, a different experience than what you would find at at most water parks when you're just kind of swimming in a pool. Um. So as you as you go through the exploration room, um, you know you'll you'll touch your your 
your magic band at different touch points, which help uh, help unlock Atlantis' secrets. Now, finally, as you make your way through the Drakeberry Reef, you'll get to you'll actually leave the reef, and you'll walk through the temple, the inside of the lost city of Atlantis, and that's where you'll uh, you'll you're not you're not going to be out of water. You'll you'll drop off your scuba gear. And you will you will walk through these different ex- exploration areas to try and figure out what happened to Atlantis and where's the jewel and, and you'll work together with uh, other teammates because you can't do this alone. You have to work with others in your group to uh, you know to to accomplish certain challenges. And eventually, at the end, you'll you'll find the the jewel of Atlantis, where you'll be greeted with a um, a, a picture spot where you can take a picture with the jewel, uh, Scrooge McDuck and Launchpad McQuack. And then after you do that, uh, Scrooge will then send you back on your way. He's found a shortcut back to civilization where you'll walk up a probably 30 or 40 foot um, tower to then go through a, a, a water slide that's going to take you back to uh, back to civilization. And now it's, it's not going to be tremendously long, but it's going to be like a 120, 130 foot long water slide. Something you'd see at like one of the uh, one of the resort pools. And then that'll splash you back down into a uh, uh, like a, a wave pool or a, like a, a little wading pool to uh, to walk out. I like it. And now and, and like I said, the, the kind of the theme of all three of our rides is that most of this, or actually almost all, all of this, dark, will be enclosed in dark, in dark rides. I think that's the next big thing for. Water rides. Yeah, dark rides. Especially with all these indoor water parks opening up, and they're going to have to do something to, to rev it up, because I mean, you can only do the same water slide all over and over. Exactly. Before it gets boring. I mean, look how, yeah. look how, I mean, how much has <clears throat> Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach changed in 30 years? Yeah. Not much. And the, and the nice thing is, with with uh, you know with this lost exploration area, obviously you're down deep in the, uh, in the ocean, so it'll mimic you being deep underwater, so it'll be, you know, dark darkness ahead uh, above you with kind of like the shimmering lights of uh, of the you know the deep ocean but but obviously lit so you can see the fish and stuff but yeah a few years ago they had something in interventions where it was heroes something where I forgot the full name of it but where you had to work as a team to to yes. solve a problem yes and it kind of reminds me of that meets like the goonies <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like it it's yeah. cool I, I just think it would be fun because you know obviously uh the the world showcase thing the Kim Possible thing, uh, which is what is it now Phineas and Ferb, has Perry, has been around for a while and people love doing that. Like I'm I'm now excited of the age the Ethan's of the age where he's gonna he's gonna want to do it and see what happens. And well, now you can do it on your own phone too. You don't need to go pick up one of those exactly from from them. So so it'd be nice to have a little adventure where you can uh, not not just go down a water slide but also explore a little bit. How long do you expect this to take? Um, I would say it's a probably a ten to fifteen minute um, full adventure. Like one, the the swim across the you know the queue will it's going to help you kind of uh, start with the queue. It's going to help you kind of like get acclimated to the dark. Um, the submarine ride will be about two to three minutes. That's not going to be that long. And then the the float through area or the swim through area is probably going to be about maybe 10 minutes there because you're going to want to see things. I mean, you'll, you'll be, it, again, it's going to be an Olympic size pool uh, kind of size. Um, so 50 meters, it's going to, you know, you'll, you'll mosey on through it. You want to touch your, you know, touch points. Um, 
and then the uh, the exploration area again. It's as long as you want it to take. Uh, you could you could walk right through there and say, you know what, I got I got through this and I did this and quickly do it. Or you can kind of explore. Um, cool. Yeah, 15, 20, 25 minutes. It, it all depends on how long you want to be there. Is there a specific reason you didn't want to call the monster the Quacken? Oh, I didn't think about it, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I was watching the cartoon uh, episode one of it, and uh, they had like a uh, not a maybe like a sea monster, but it was more of like a mermaid kind of thing with like a duck bill. So yeah, I guess it would be the Quacken. It would be duck themed. Totally, definitely happening. <laughs> Make it happen, Disney. Release the quack in Disney. <laughs> uh, yeah. So nice little, nice little combination of virtual effects with uh, actual animatronics still. And again, all like I said, remember that thing with the V shape. All of the animatronics will be in the deep, deep part of that, so that people can't like dive down and and fuck around with the animatronics because you'll have a buoyancy vest. I'm I'm in because you put launch pad in it, so. You know I want to do this. Oh, yeah. And and obviously, you know, you can't go back through the submarine because he already crashed it. Yeah. So. All right. Um, lots. Of, you know what? Honestly, enough land. We could do all three. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of land over there. Uh, but you sheeters. Three sheets land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you sheeters are going to have to choose. So uh, so head over to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups. Check out the poll and f- and vote for which which water ride you want to see added to uh, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. I hope I win. <laughs> I, vote for me. Is that what my wife yes, says? Vote for that, me. Vote for me. Yeah, that's what she says. I want to say, Scott, right now, you and Adam are really close. It's neck and neck. Uh, it's like two it's votes apart. I have never seen you get this many votes. <laughs> what happens when I'm not involved? Well, they only had two options. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't there either, so yeah. <laughs> it's like a fifty-fifty shot. Oh yeah, no. If Tim were there, it'd be I would have I would have two votes, and then they would be two votes apart. Everybody seems to like Scott's well balanced and themed and paired dining options. <laughs> I just like to eat. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so go vote for which uh, which water ride you want to see happen. Uh, which uh, which themed ride you'd like to see added to Disney's Typhoon Lagoon? Um, but yeah, so uh, Typhoon Lagoon, I'm excited to hear what you guys think of it when you uh, when you guys get back from BSB. Uh, that is rapidly approaching, just uh, just a few days away. Well, Tilly is definitely getting getting some of that tonight. Yeah, she's getting <laughs> misty right now. <laughs> um. Maybe you can show her your humunga cowabunga. The only thing I can think of is catch a kitty, and I don't think I want to make a joke about that right yeah. now. Yeah. So uh, Chris Hansen will be calling your phone in like twenty minutes. Mikey. Oh no, he just shows up. We need to talk. Um, but yeah, so uh, so guys, I'm really excited to hear what you guys think of Tech Food Lagoon. Uh, let's go slurp and let's head over to the uh, Happy Landings and uh, bust your banana. Or crush your coconuts. Plunge your pineapple. In a shipwrecked shaft. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, look, uh, BSB is just a few days away. Um, Tim, Mikey, got to be excited. I was going to say, don't ask me for any details about what's going on. Oh, no, I couldn't I know. tell you. You have not. Yeah, Listen, if, if you ain't going around. now, you ain't going then. That's true. So, well, you know what? I uh, hope to see you there. If, if you are going, if you haven't planned and you make this happen in eight days, good for you. Enjoy Disney. Uh, yeah. Mikey, you haven't gotten a copy of your spreadsheet. the sidelines, though, because everything is Yeah, booked. that's right. Uh, Mikey, you haven't gotten a copy of your spreadsheet yet? Um, it was just revised a couple days ago. Are you going to get one of those uh, wristband things that Tom Brady uses? Why are we bringing him up? Because we're trying to get rid of him. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Um, it's true. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm literally just going to go wherever I'm told to go when I'm told to go there. I, I'm not really even sweating what's happening. No, I'm just there to, to, to hang same. out with my Ohana and, uh, you know, just enjoy. Just here things. to help the ball club and not to get fined. I'm just here not. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Buy a shirt. There you go. Uh, Tim. Congratulations to the winner of the raffle. Are we drawing it? Are we? What are we? No, we're not. Just kidding. Um, the raffle's not until the thirteenth. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. It, but so literally, you have a day. Yeah, you have a day. A, a day. And how do they enter that raffle, Mikey? Uh, go to sheltertosoldier.org. Leave a donation for every ten dollars you donate, you get one entry. Screenshot that confirmation that you get for your entry. Uh, or for your donation, and email that to us at the number three sheets to the mouse at gmail.com. Let us know if you're going to be at Big Summer Blowout or if you're going to be at home because there's two different prize pools, and we'll put you in the right one so you get drawn uh, with folks who are going to be at BSB or folks who can't make it. And uh, if you're going to be there, we'll give it to you while you're there, and if not, we'll ship it to you. So that's how you do it. Every $10 gets you uh, one entry. And, um,. Uh, yeah, by now the entire image should be revealed, so you know everything you're going to get. And it is a wonderful prize package. The uh, the coasters that we have up there, not just the Ogus Cantina coasters, which are uh, actual real coasters that aren't going to dissipate when you put your beer down on it. Mm-hmm. But also yeah. those old attraction posters. I have a book of the Art of Disney posters, and I love it. I, I loved old Disney posters. So, when you released that, when you showed those off, I nearly, you know, crushed my coconut. I, I can't take all the credit. I mean, when it comes down to it, I'm just basically, I'm slowly showing a picture of James's package. So. Oh, okay. Well, James has a nice package. He does. Uh, you know what? What else do you want? I, I enjoyed looking at it. Uh, yeah, you have a day to, to do that. You also have a day to vote for Three Sheets Prom. Three Sheets Prom closings, uh, closes on Friday the 13th at 11.59 p.m. So, if you have not yet voted, and, uh, you know, luckily we haven't had anyone try to vote twice. Good for you, Sheeters. You're honest. You're not from Chicago. You know, g- good for you, Sheeters. You have, you have kept it honest. And I know who's winning, and it is exciting. Because it's getting a little bit closer. So, make sure you guys go over and vote for your three sheets prom, king and queen. Uh, one vote per person, one vote for the king, one vote for the queen. And uh, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. 
and it'll be revealed at the uh, BSB prom at Atlantic City Dance Hall or Atlantic Atlantic Dance Hall. Keep saying Atlantic City like there's gambling and illicit Hookers. drug use. There's no gambling. Oh, okay. All right. Just make sure we're clear on that. No gambling. So I want to thank you guys for joining us this week on Three Sheets of Mouse. Uh, if you enjoy the show, go over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. It's the best way to help other Disney fans like you find the show. It's the best way for you to help grow the show because the more people find it, the more people get on the Facebook group, and the more Ohana we have, and the more fun that becomes because... Facebook is our, that's where our group is. It is where BSB happens. It's where our sheet ups happen. It's where we keep it Disney day in, day out. We have fun. Um, just living the dream, living the Disney life, uh, even when you're thousand miles away. So go over to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. That's where you can find all of the uh, drunken debauchery and the Disney. And you can, you can keep a D there. Um, we're over on our Three Sheets Instagram and Three Sheets Twitter page at Three Sheets Podcast. If you're in the parks, if you're going down to BSB, make sure you uh, get on there and check that out and hashtag us and tweet us and Instagram us and put us in your stories. Uh, we'll click the like. Now, guys, as we wrap up tonight's show, a lot of fun. I'm going to miss you all next week. I'll just be sitting here talking to myself. I just want to apologize to those people not going to BSB for us leaving y'all here alone with Scott for two weeks. Yeah. So, sorry. Not sorry. Is it two shows the, or one show? Beauty. It's probably going to be two shows. When do you probably. When do you get back? You guys get back Sunday. We get Sunday. back late Sunday night. Yeah, we get back late Sunday oh, night. We could, we could wait to Tuesday to record. I mean, the, the beauty is, Scott, next week you get to record whatever day you want to. True. That's true. Whatever time he wants to. He can record at 3 o'clock in the morning when he's still awake. Ah, yes. Those are the fun times. Yeah. All right. Well, I will see you all next week, but these two won't. So, uh, Tim Tim and Mikey, give me your closing remarks until uh, they, the Sheeters see you at BSB. Tim, see you soon. Scott, not so much. Ouch. Yeah, same. See you soon, Mikey. Scott, what want to be? <laughs> Well, you know what? Night, you know what? I won't. Uh, we don't have to flip off the lights. So, uh, Mikey, you're you're in the clear here. Of course, I am. This time. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I want to just do a quick shout out to uh, to Chris and Chris on their engagement. Awesome stuff. We, uh, you know, we wish you guys the best of luck, uh, the best in your future, and uh, it was really cool seeing the engagement pictures on our page. So. Uh, on that note, um, I want to thank you guys all for joining us this week on uh, Three Sheets of Mouse. Thank you for your time this time and until next time. So long for just a while.